Welcome back, everybody. I'm so excited. This is a first for me. Not only do I get a chance to speak to two amazing actors and I can talk shop to them, but they're also married. So there are so many questions that I can ask. Please welcome to the program, Elizabeth and Cliff Saunders. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's my pleasure. And thanks uh, thanks to Sujith uh, Varighese and the Characters yeah. Agency for arranging this. I really appreciate it. Yeah. No, it's great. And I just watched... Uh, I didn't get to the end, but I watched a bit of your uh, interview with Bruce, which yeah, was wonderful. Yeah, that was great. Thank Bruce you. Dow. Bruce yeah. Dow. Bruce, Bruce is wonderful. I really, <clears throat> I really enjoyed it. Um, at the very end, when you, when you get there, you'll, uh, did you hear Bruce sing yet? Uh, not on no. the video. No, but, but I've acted with him when he sang. So. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you'll see Bruce singing, and then at the almost, I think at the almost very end, uh, you'll hear me writing uh, Shakespearean type of uh, poetry that I <laughs> that I wrote for uh, after I watched Midsummer Night's Dream. And uh, since Bruce was a part of not the same production, but uh, Midsummer Night's Dream, I thought you would appreciate it. So you'll see uh, that at the very end. Um, yeah, I, I I get um, you know people are watching these, and uh, sometimes they're saying, okay, these are. You know, about an hour long. I don't know if I can dedicate this much time, uh, and uh, it's true. It's, it takes time to get to the bottom of these questions, and uh, I'm okay with it. <laughs> and so, let's mm -hmm. let's start on ours. Um, before I kind of dive into uh, all of the all of the uh, you know shop talk, if you will, and I really want to ask you questions uh, individually. Um, it's fascinating to me because you're you're a working actor family, and you've been married for uh, for a long time. You have two grown daughters. Um, my wife, uh, who is not in the business, um, she's always worried about the uh, uncertainty that comes with the acting profession. You uh, have the double dose of uncertainty, and you've uh, done that successfully for quite a while. What's the secret there? The secret is uh, when one person is having dry spells, for some reason the other person uh, ends up getting work. Uh, sometimes we're both going uh, pretty pretty hard at the same time. Yeah. But I, I think that, and also, you know, we, we, we knew what we were getting into when we got into this business and this relationship. Uh, I would well, say. I don't know, when you're young, if you really know, like it, it's sort of later that you go, oh, this is, this is tricky sometimes. Yeah. Um, and you kind of have to, you, you rather have to roll with it. And I think we've, We've been fortunate in that I think Cliff Cliff has had enough work that that's buoyed us mm -hmm. for a lot of time, and I sort of had enough work. Well, it's been more than enough to be sort of secondary, but it's a, a decent amount of work. But I also teach, and I've had to expand my uh, repertoire. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what I do to earn a living. I I think also um, I grew up pretty much impoverished and so I didn't I didn't have a, a great kind of uh, concept of money and stuff like that so thankfully Lizzie Lizzie handled all the kind of finances and uh, kept an eye on things and all that so I think that 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 helps too like uh, you know but we're a good balance that way because yeah. I worry about money so he mm. can counterbalance me because yeah, yeah. he doesn't he 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 doesn't get as fretful about it and mm. i i i do find it hard in this business when you look at the bank account and it's really low and yeah. there's nothing on the horizon yeah. it's frightening 
it's um, but it's it's good that you mentioned that um, because that's the reality. And what we want out of the show is we want to show people the reality. Uh, we want to show people who are just starting in acting. We want to show people who've been at it for years uh, and what the reality is like. So if they choose to pursue uh, the you know passion that I have uh, and that you have, this is what it's like. You you have to account for certain things. Um, the other aspect of, uh, of acting is the travel, right? Uh, you get called on interesting projects. You have to go somewhere, uh, you know, outside uh, Canada. Um, how is that? Um, how do you balance that in terms of, uh, you know, having a family? Well, I mean, it's, Cliff has done the, the vast majority of the, the travel since we've been married. Actually, sure. when we first got married, I tended to be the person that yeah. would work out of town a lot. Yeah. And then we got married and it sh it seemed to naturally shift. But I think it did come into play the fact that I think I, once we had our daughters, mm -hmm. I unwittingly lost some of my drive to pursue jobs outside of our outside of Toronto or outside of the province. Yeah. Um, because I intrinsically felt the need to be at home with the kids because we, mm -hmm. we felt we needed someone at home. And also just money wise, we couldn't afford to be passing the, we didn't want to pass the kids on to a nanny, but we yeah. couldn't afford to do that either. So right. that's how we've done it. Um, for me, um, I, I, uh, I never actually, I didn't pursue working out of town. I don't, I'm not really good at pursuing anything really, except for this little one. But, uh, little? <laughs> but, uh, little I, man. but I, uh, but, but, but jobs did kind of uh, opportunities to yeah. work out of town kind of came my way, uh, you know, where I was asked to go and audition for something in New York or, you know, whatever. Uh, and, and, and so, um, and that was great. Now that it was tricky, sometimes like both times I did Broadway, I was there for about a year. Uh, and when you have your family here, they didn't. They came down for extended visits. Yeah. But uh, here, meaning Toronto, in case anybody's wondering where we are, uh, uh, extended visits. Um, in, but generally, we decided that we would. We would stay here in our house, and uh, kids would go to school here and stuff like that. Uh, but it get, come the end of the year, it was like it was time for me to come back. You know, I I felt I felt I was needed back here, and also I needed them as well. Uh, you know, I mean, it's I love working there, but I also love being up here as well, and and that. So, it, but it was it was tricky because sometimes you you know uh, the daughters might be going through tough times or something yeah. and and that was uh, that was really uh, that was that was very hard uh, to be away and, that, you know other and you can just have the phone you know and that's something that uh, I would say if, if you're gonna get real about it for people who are considering going into it and having a family yeah. we have had to deal with illness mm -hmm. children's illness and that's where there is a choice to be made and uh, Cliff in on one occasion did have to end the contract like the contract was coming to an end and he could have extended but both of occasions actually, he had to yeah. come home because yeah. we we needed dad in the house because mm -hmm. there was significant illness in the house mm -hmm. 
I will say that being in Canada and our healthcare system, <laughs> I'm Australia <Yes>. on it. <laughs> um, that thank God we had it because two actors in in the states may not have had that fallback that we we are we are very grateful for here. It's true. No, it's a it's a very valid point, and uh, you know, being in the states, that's something that we have to worry about. Um, being, a, you know, I'm, I'm a father of, uh, of two kids, uh, you know, let's say 16 and an 11 year old. So okay. me being in Chicago, you know, Chicago, in a, in some ways is like Toronto, although you have more yeah. stuff shot there. So Sujith and I were actually talking about that, you know, if I really want to pursue things, I may need to go to LA or I may need to go to New York, uh, yeah. less in Chicago. And then you have that trade off of, you know, what is important to me? You know, Denzel Washington said that uh, acting is a great way to make a living, uh, but uh, family is uh, is the reality. So, you know, yeah. what it's it's things that we have to do and we have to figure out ways to kind of balance it. So thank you. I, I appreciate that reality check. It's very important uh, to everybody who's watching. Well, uh, and they they bring us so much like I think they've made us. I'm not saying it makes everybody a better actor, but I think for us having kids and going through some of the hardships we've been through as kind of as we've aged helped us be more uh have greater breadth as mm -hmm. humans and actors yeah because that's what we bring you know you 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 can pretend to be somebody else but there's a lot of yourself that you bring in there so uh the more experiences the more ability to uh, uh to see people and understand people the better are you uh, you are as an actor Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And by the time you're, you know, 80, you don't have to, there's no acting required. <laughs> Kids know everything. Yeah. <laughs> just I, think. I, go ahead, Claude. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Yeah. Just think it and try and remember your lines. Yeah. Well, I think uh, Marlon Brando, by the uh, by the end of it, uh, he had a little earpiece, so he wasn't uh, worried about remembering lines. He just had it read to him. But uh, let's yeah. let's see if we can get to that point where that's going to be okay for us. Yeah. Um, we have it just implanted in our head. By then, yeah. Just hey, with with the technology, I think it's it's coming. It's it's going to yeah. be. Here. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of uh, kind of long careers. Uh, I find it fascinating. And by the way, um, Elizabeth, congratulations on your nomination that you just had. Oh, um, thank you. You're very welcome. And I bet some people are looking at it and say, wow, that's that's great. That's kind of the overnight success. And we know that <laughs> overnight has been, you know, 30 years in the making. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's acting for you, isn't it? Uh, some people just don't realize, you know, what it takes and how long it takes uh, to get to that overnight success state. Well, exactly. And then having watched... Sujith, uh, yeah. you know, uh, you're working in the witness protection program. Yeah. It's lovely to have it. I hope once things open back up that it, it, it opens work for me, but we also know that, you know, it, it may just be a nice thing on my IMDB. <laughs> well, hopefully, no, right. But Hopefully your next nomination is uh, is in a shorter increment than your previous two of uh, 1990 and 2020. <laughs> I hope so too. I'll be very old. Maybe they'll just give it to me for being old. Uh, there are plenty. There's plenty of work, and and um, uh, I'm going to say something as a compliment. I hope it's taken as such. But 
you know, Elizabeth, when I started looking at your work and I was uh, uh, looking at your reel, there were aspects of uh, Judy Dench that I immediately uh, saw. <laughs> okay, there are two people. Uh -huh. It just, it thrills me if someone says aspects of, Judy Dench is one. I wish. Dench, and then I don't know if you're familiar with the actress Nicola Walker from no. Britain. Oh my God, you have I to look at Nicola Walker. She's sublime. She's good. um. Okay, good. Yeah, look, look up Nicola Walker. But yeah. thank you. I, I will take that as a compliment because I, I think Judy Dench is spectacular. So do I, and uh, I, I saw. You know, I saw a lot of that because what she brings, again, the, the stuff that I note uh, uh, for me that's interesting to watch is there is a lot of uh, sensitivity, there is a lot of intricacy, and there is a lot of depth. And that's what I saw in uh, in your reel. And that was just immediately flew. I'm like, okay, good. I like it. I, I have a lot of questions <laughs> to ask. Okay, good. Um, that's, that's, the, that's the goal. That's yeah. The nuance and i can watch it and go oh it's all flat and oh it, that's fake that's my me watching my reel uh i think all of us are that way individually um you know we may be watching and some things we like and some things we're just so focused on because we see ourselves um yeah. and i want to get to a point where i can look at uh, my work or some of my work and just see it Oh, okay. That's a different character. I'm not seeing me. I see somebody else. I'm not yeah. there, but I'd like to one day. <laughs> I bet you're more there than you think you are. I, I hope so. Thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. Um, and Cliff, uh, when I was watching, uh, you know, Les Mis and, uh, you know, a number of, a number of things, but I saw the master of the house. Um, honestly, the first thing that came to mind, aside from, I immediately got wrapped up in it and I wanted to watch it again and again but the hops that you had on that jumping back on the table to me mm -hmm. in in and i do mean this is a compliment too it, it was almost cartoonish because i didn't know that humans can actually do that sort of thing in reality and that blew my mind so when i saw you know and i started doing my research on you and uh, you being a physical uh, actor you know, that is something that struck me as, okay, I really need to talk about this because that's amazing. So uh, very well done. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, the, um, it, the cartoon thing is, um, I, I, I think growing up watching Looney Tunes, yeah. Um, uh, and then, uh, you know, I, I kind of, I fell into the, uh, literally fell into the uh, Pratt Falls and stuff um, uh, in my career. Cause I thought I was going to be this method actor and all that. Uh, but, uh, you know, I was doing a show one time and um, everybody the director was laughing at everybody and i was playing the kind of the ingenue but it was a comedy it was a com uh, and um uh, a comedia dell'arte play and and uh and i just like was seeing all this and then so somebody walked by me and did that and i fell down the director laughed and i thought okay i know how to uh, you know this is something i know how to do i mean i i the falling down never bothered me but i also i also think um, when I do this stuff, uh, I think, uh, I think rubber, 
I think uh, Looney Tunes, and I think Kamikaze. And <laughs> for me, air is the air is my friend. The stage is just like okay, that that's the the punctuation. Um, but and and the reason, and I think children, because when children play. Ultimately, all these things that I'm talking about is uh, eliminate the fear and you can do it. You know, uh, that j jumping back onto the table, I, I said, well, maybe I can, I'll hop onto the, can you guys make sure you clear your mugs before I do it? Because I'm, I want to do it without looking. I just want to, you know, just kind of, I'm there. Mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, but, but anyway, the, the fear thing is when you have fear, you tense up and that's when you hurt yourself. And so the thinking rubber and come, but children, when children play, they go, I'm a superhero. And they go, ah, and they, they run and they jump and they land on the, the floor. And we all go, oh, uh, but they, you know, they're fine because they're just thinking, yeah, I'm playing. Right. And, you know, we're playing on stage, but it's hard. And when you're old, the older you are, it's hard. But the minute, if you just kind of go, just do it. Now you have to also have some ability. Uh, you have to have the physical ability to be able to do it. Uh, you know, I wouldn't advise it to everybody, but for some reason I did. Uh, and and part of that was because um, when I was a lad, my uh, I come from a large family, and my, one of my brothers I remember one time was over with a friend, and they were uh, you know they did judo and stuff, but they were also kind of exploring karate and they used to flip me I was just a little fellow but they'd flip me in the air and then uh you know and, and kick me in, in midair <laughs> and all this stuff and then it was like oh and I have to and then it's like oh the ground's coming so I I think I kind of learned how to to fall uh I wasn't afraid of it after a while because what was happening in the air was more scary than the ground uh, uh, but ultimately, I, I always think like, well, I got the last laugh because they were while they were beating the pulp out of me. I'm going like, well, I, I now am not afraid to throw myself, uh, you know, on stage and land. And I, you know, I, I was my bread and butter came came from that. And uh, so, you know, I, I got the last laugh there. So amazing. Um yeah. Yeah, it's that that fear factor, and uh, you know, being able to uh, to overcome it and just have fun. It's it's a uh, I in in Chicago. I, I'm not sure. I mean, you've you've been in Chicago, I think so. Yeah, um, yeah I did. I worked at the uh, Chicago Shakespeare. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which is actually that photo here, right behind yeah. me, right. That's yeah. uh, right behind the Chicago Shakespeare uh, Theater. Uh, this is when my parents and I got our uh, our citizenship in 1995. Oh, so. Yeah. Okay. On Navy Pier, or is that, or yeah, yeah. right behind the theater. That's uh, that's where it is. Um, oh. So uh, in Chicago, in the uh, you know, it used to be Sears Tower, now it's the Willis Tower. You have um, uh, they kind of did these uh, cubes, and these are where you can basically go uh, in a way outside and be on this glass uh, um, or plastic uh, uh, container where you're stepping and there is nothing beneath you so mm -hmm. you know that it's safe and it's absolutely fine but there is a part something within you as you're about to cross over there's something that says nope mm -mm, nope mm -hmm. so you, i i found myself that i i had to overcome that so and that is safe uh, other things that you know i saw you do i have to do a lot more uh, a lot more self-analysis and uh, and uh, try to convince myself that it's okay 
You, you know, it's interesting. We were at a friend's last night doing social distance backyarding, and yeah. uh, uh, we were. Um, I was talking about that. Like me, I'll go. You know, I can go up the heights, but you know, I get a shiver right up my my tailbone every time and that's I think uh, that's our animal instinct says that's danger right that's not natural we're not supposed to be up there and so we and we have that at the CN Tower they have a glass a plexiglass bottom floor that you know kids are going ah and adults are going nope and stepping around it just in case you know yeah and I think um, um, I saw that in China as well but in Chicago uh, one of those, you know, they have many, many layers, and one of the uh, layers uh, did what it was supposed to do, which is kind of uh, uh, shatter um, to show that hey, I need to be changed. <laughs> but I would not want to be the person on that uh, on that cube at that particular moment. No, thank you. I know. Yeah. Um, Liz, uh, I may I call you Liz, or do you prefer Elizabeth? Yeah, no, I go by Liz. Okay. Um, it's it's interesting. Again, you start to kind of doing research, and I'm doing my deep dive into both of your careers. And uh, for both of you, I've actually seen you before, and I've seen you a number of times uh, and uh, at uh, different points in my life. You know, Liz, I've seen you first time in uh, the Kung Fu, uh, the late uh, legend. <laughs> uh, I saw that. I came in 1989 to uh, to the United States, and as a kid, you know, martial arts. I love martial arts. I always love martial arts. So uh, Kung Fu, when it came out, I wanted to watch it, and I saw that whole uh, series, and I saw you there. Uh, a clip, you know, same thing with you with uh, La Femme Nikita. You know, I've seen oh, yeah. you there. So yeah. it's it's interesting how uh, an actor's journey and somebody who's been doing this for a long time and has been in many things, you've been in people's lives. They may not have realized it. And yeah, true. there's something to that, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I, I don't, I guess I don't think about that from that perspective. I just look at my resume but yeah that there are people that they've encountered us multiple times but have no clue they've encountered us until it's all until the the dots are connected yeah um you know cliff and shazam you know i saw shazam i went with my with my kids i love it uh you know and uh, you were in shazam so yeah. uh, it, it's yeah. these things by the way both of you got to work with uh, with zachary levi how was that I, of course, yes. I was Miss Honey, and he uh, he was a bit of a ne'er-do-well. Yeah. yeah, he was, he, he buttered me up. <laughs> well, that's, in your demo, that's the first place where you actually smile. Before that, you've always been the serious, very serious yeah, character. Um, Miss Honey didn't, un, unlike her, she doesn't have a very honey-like personality, but I loved doing that. It was absolutely spectacular to work on yeah and uh how was shazam uh, for you Cliff? oh it was uh, fine i mean that just that was a day of filming that was it right uh but uh you know it was um uh, first off when my agent said oh you got uh, the dc um yeah movie i'm going mm, i think you're talking to somebody else <laughs> uh you know it's this is cliff she goes, yeah, yeah, congratulations on the DC comic uh, movie. I said, I didn't audition for one. I said, I mean, no, I, uh, I auditioned for uh, 
a thing called Franklin, whatever. She goes, no, no, that's it. So when you know when you're auditioning, a lot of times they don't give you the, the real name of the show because yeah. they don't want stalkers and all that stuff. But or, like, it's not necessarily for for me. But I didn't even know it was a DC comic thing. I just you know I just auditioned and. And then yeah. they gave it to me, but the, on set they were great. They were really nice, and uh, you know uh, the the three of them were 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 excellent to work with. And we kind of a um, little bit improvising, which was fun with the name tag, and you know, yep. and uh, you know, I just kind of uh, he he pointed and said something, called me moron or whatever, and I and I just reacted and said it's Moran or something. But uh, you know things like that. Um, you know, it was fun. We tried, and we imp- then we did a little more improvising and all that. Uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was a fun thing. It's fun to be part of um, uh, big stuff. Like I was in the movie Chicago, and that was yep. huge. The momentum, and I just had you know a little part of the beginning and the end, but the momentum was was crazy. Like uh, it's kind of neat, even even if you're only in the, in it a bit, it's kind of neat to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those were your two biggest ones, and uh, I think uh, list for you was it. Um, I think that was oh, your you know, the bigger uh, uh, movie. I mean, the blockbuster. Yeah, that would be the the only blockbuster I've been in. Yes. Um. Yeah, that was fantastic, and I loved working with Andy. Like it was, it was a lot. It was a lot of fun, and I didn't see that one coming either. I just, I did the audition and thought, well, you know, there's a million gals that could do this job, but you know, the good actresses. And I got to do it, so I was very happy to do that. That's that's the thing. I think uh, other people, you know, that are watching this, that are outside of the acting uh, biz, if you will, they don't realize that hey, we do auditions all the time, and most of the time we don't think about it because we've trained and we've been trained. You do it, you forget it because ninety nine percent of the time you hear nothing, and that's it. So yeah. uh, we try, we tend not to get excited, and then we become surprised. Oh my yeah. goodness! Yeah. And, Okay, here we go. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, when I and I, this still happens. When I was young, it would sometimes take a very long time for me to let the audition go, and then I realized that it was not very constructive. Like it was de- destructive to yeah. to be that worked up about something that I'd gone up in and done. But I also I also understand that. You know, we put a lot of work into those auditions, so you're you're with it intensely for hours before you go in, and then suddenly you get five minutes, you leave, and you're supp- supposed to just act like nothing happened in your body, but actually, your whole body's been invested in it for yeah. hours on end. Mm-hmm. So, uh, especially when you get sides uh, the night before, and it's a morning uh, <laughs> morning time. Uh, and you're you're schwitzing basically for uh, for a long time, and that's it. You know, two minutes, five minutes, you're out. Okay, yeah. thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why when you're leave when you're leaving, you're on the sidewalk. You're yeah. going through the audition and you're acting it again. Yeah, and you're going like, and you're 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 acting it the way you think you did it in the room to see if that was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, one time I auditioned for a movie. It was called Open Range. It was a Western. Kevin yep. Costner and Robert Duvall and all that. And uh, I w- then my agent, th- I kind of went in, did it, and uh, and I did the thing you were talking about where you go, and then you you got to let it go. And then my agent called and said, 
you know, a, a little while later and said, oh, by the way, you're still the, the, the first choice of that. Uh, they're just waiting because they're dealing with the, because I, I wasn't, wouldn't be there till the, the second month of shooting. And I went and, and then it was like a month and a week of filming uh, out of town. But I, I'm going, what, open, what is that? I don't remember that. What is it? Open range. And, so, and I, go, I don't remember it. I don't remember it. And I, and then I forgot. I was like, well, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. You, that's another thing we do. It was like, Oh yeah, you're pinned. That's a new phrase. You're pinned, and you're like, yep. usually it means, yeah, oh, that means you're uh, you're the choice, and then you never get it. Uh, but uh, it, but then I'm going like, oh, and then I forgot about it, and then my agent said, oh, you're you're uh, you know you're still the first choice. Um, the you know next week, and then they they said, okay, the contract here's the deal, da 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 da, da and you go out and you know month of August and all that. Okay, um, I said I still don't remember this, and can. You know, okay, and then finally I get the script and uh, sent to me, and I literally <laughs> was, uh, I, and I'm a little embarrassed about this, but I kind of like, oh, I got to read that, I got to read it. I literally was on the airplane flying out to uh, uh, Calgary uh, reading and going, oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> So I literally was like, uh, I didn't, and then I went, oh yeah, oh that's a, yeah, that's a fun part, that's great, and uh, and then I, you know, did my workout on the on the airplane then to kind of learn it and all that. I didn't remember. Listen, uh, I think maybe, and again, uh, Gabby um, uh, Gabriella Sundar Singh, uh, who's a wonderful Canadian actress, she was on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago. Her and I were talking about this that. Uh, in my case, you know, once uh, I, I get the sides, right? These are not the sides. These are the questions for you. But I get the sides and um, I learn them. I go through my process. I audition. Then in a matter, I don't know if it's seconds or minutes, but in a very, very short uh, period of time, those lines are out. So they're in the short memory and they definitely do not make their way into the long-term memory at all. So if I get a call back, uh, you know, two weeks or three weeks or four weeks later, I have to go back because there are many things that I don't remember. So I started kind of making specific notes and things to uh, come back to it easier and quicker. But is it is it like that way with you as well? You do it and it's, it's out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Can, I, I, I have a thing because of that, I will uh, keep my sides for a while just in case I get a call back. And, and uh, so then I look at it and hope that, okay, that will snap something back in there. Yeah. But um, I, I have a thing where, because I have a, a reading disability, a form of dyslexia, that I really, I, I, I have to kind of get off book. It's really hard for me to, to read and act yeah so they're probably in a little bit more but generally no they're gone pretty quick like you say and which is very strange i mean i wonder what that does to um to our uh, our brains and our, our uh, you know just you know like you things that are like you have to take in all this information so much so quick and then get on with it uh, 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 that how you know it must scramble the brain a bit you know uh, to, um, to work that way i think it's actually again i i, I started acting um, um 
seriously. You know, I, I did some stuff as a kid. Then we came to the United States. Then, you know, my parents said, you're not going to be an actor. You're going to have a career. So I, I kept kind of coming back to it over and over and finally started doing it seriously uh, uh, maybe two or three years ago. Um, and I remember distinctly that my memory at that point was A. As soon as I uh, had to start learning a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of words all the time, auditions, uh, you know, even just in studying it, the memory part improved significantly. Uh, vocabulary usage, the ability to recall, all of those things immediately uh, or almost immediately um, got upgraded. It, it's as if the, the brain got some some kind of an upgrade. So it built new neural pathways in order to, uh, to now uh, take advantage of the new functionality. But yeah. I don't know terms of long-term memory because you know, I can't remember any of, the, any of the lines unless I have to, and then you do it again. Yeah. You see that with um, uh, people that are uh, uh, leads in TV series. Uh, anyway, so some of those people that are the leads, they, they, it's very, they're so fast at learning lines uh, mm -hmm. because they, ha they can't, you know, uh, you know, dwell on them. They have to be in the present, uh, each, each, this scene, and then they go away and then they look and they, they almost learn their, really learn their lines between each take. They'll do the work. Than you know the night before, but they can only do so much. But they're very fast, and then they just toss them out and move on. I think we have to. I, I read you know West Wing, my my favorite TV drama of all time. Um, you know, there's a lot of dialogue there. So you know, normal shows may have you know 30 to 40 pages uh, for the week for the episode that they were shooting. In West Wing, they may have 60 pages. So yeah. uh, you have to learn a lot of uh, a lot of dialogue. Um, and be able to go and then do it again and again and again. So I think it's well, let's let's just agree, uh, whether wishful thinking or not, that what we're doing is good for our brains. We're going to go with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. And also with West Wing, you got to learn all that dialogue and and speak really quick, quickly, yeah. and overlap and walk at the same time. Yep. Yep. I think uh, Aaron. I think he kind of pioneered that whole thing of uh, of uh, walking and talking. Um, it's I'm still I'm rewatching it now. I don't know mm -hmm. how many times I've seen The West Wing, but there are no kind of new shows that I'm uh, really interested in. So I'm rewatching The West Wing. Liz, let's let's uh, dive into um, uh, dive into some of your stuff. Uh, talking about recent things, uh, one of my favorite recent shows is uh, Schitt's Creek. Uh, you get a chance to uh, to be in that. Um, yeah. What was what was that like? Oh, it was fantastic. It was a teeny part, and right. I don't I auditioned for it. I think that I was. I think they said, "Could Liz would Liz come in and do this?" Which oh. you know, felt really nice. Yeah. But because it, it, it's not very big, and I and I went, it's with Catherine O'Hara. I don't care. <laughs> I, like I, I, she's a huge hero of mine. I think she's absolutely brilliant, and so it was a thrill for me just to do that. And and I don't always feel that way. Like sometimes I go, it's a job. This one's a job. It's a good job. I'm enjoying it. But uh, Schitt's Creek was just a. It was just a great time on set, but also just getting a chance to work with Catherine O'Hara for one moment was absolutely worth it. And she's she's just a lovely woman as well. 
aside from being one of the funniest gals around. She's, she's amazing. My, my daughter still to this day, you know, goes around and, uh, and does her Moira impression. Uh, you know, she just snaps into it for, for whatever reason that she feels like. It's, it's great. I love it. And I think for our generation in Canada, we yeah. grew up with SCTV. So she's been a hero of mine for 30 more years. Like when I was a teenager, I, I, Cliff and I both loved SCTV. We lived on the other end of the country, didn't know each other, but uh, we both loved that program. So she's like, she's been a hero of mine mm -hmm. as a performer for 30 years. So yeah, me too. She's brilliant. Um, you know, Eugene, uh, you know, American uh, American Pie, I think. I don't know if that was the first time that I saw Eugene Levy, but uh, maybe. Um, and that, that that was just amazing. And I've loved him and everything ever since. <laughs> mm -hmm. He's yeah, he's fantastic. And he's managed to, uh, you know, uh, keep going from, you know, nonstop. He's all yeah. he's always been working, you know, with the Christopher Guest movies and all that yeah. stuff as well, which he's fantastic. And uh, yeah, he's been going nonstop since since uh, since SCTV and, and a little bit before that. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah here Christopher Guest was was an interesting uh, kind of a uh, uh, little story. You know, coming to the United States in '89, I didn't know anything about uh, Princess Bride. I didn't know anything about Mandy Patinkin. Uh, we used to live in downtown Chicago, my wife and I, and we walked in and, you know, in the building, the uh, um, well, one of the people working there saying, hey, guys, I have some Mandy Patinkin tickets. Would you like some? And I said to him, sure. Who is she? You know, is she a singer? Is she <laughs> and he said, yeah, funny. Uh, he thought I was joking. So he gave me the tickets. I looked it up. Um, you know, OK, great. It's an actor. We're going to go see him. So we went to see Mandy and everybody's asking, you know, do the Inigo Montoya. And uh, Mandy does the Inigo Montoya. And we still don't know where it's from. We just know that everybody's in love with it and it's popular. We have no idea. Then I think the week after that, I fly out to uh, Pittsburgh um, uh, doing uh, some sort of a seminar or uh, a class that I was teaching. And I get back uh, to the hotel after the you know, first or the second day of training. I turn on the TV and it's, my name is Diego Mantoya. You killed my father, prepared to die. Like, oh, honey, I immediately call my wife. It's like, I know where it's from. And, you know, that was my first to forget that introduction there. <laughs> Amazing actors. That's great. Yeah, because um, they were both in that movie there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and just fantastic. And I've, I've made my whole family watch that movie many times over since then. <laughs> um, great movie, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of amazing actors, and uh, Cliff, you've had a chance to work uh, with him, uh, Robert Duvall. Um, yeah. I think he's he's one of the greatest actors that I've ever seen. What was it like? Did you get to kind of experience his process of how uh, how he does his thing? Yeah. Um, yes. Um, first off, I was like, oh, this is, you know, I was like, I get to work with him and you know, and have scenes with him and all that. And uh, and I, I I did. And one of the things was he. Uh, I remember like he he's just so present so he's so present and he you know when when I'm you know say if I'm speaking or he asks me a question then he you know he might 
you know, it's all in the look. It's in the eyes with him, right? And it's he's so present in the eyes. But one one of the things was uh, uh, there's a scene in Open Range where I'm uh, selling them candy and chocolate and cigars, and uh, <laughs> I'm the general store Ralph, the general store guy, and uh, he uh, there was at the end of the scene. He gives me, you know, he he says something. He gives me a little bit of advice, and he, but uh, the the character doesn't. But uh, but uh, Robert says, um, uh, Cliff, Cliff, come here, come here. At the end, after I say this, and I'm going, oh, I'm going to get let into the the brilliance of Robert Duvall. Yeah. And he goes, uh, I'm going to say, remember that. And I thought, okay. And I, I, and I was going, I don't think, I don't think it needs it. I didn't tell him that because it's Robert Duvall. I'm going, I don't think it needs it. But, uh, and I was, I, I say, yeah, okay, okay, good. Uh, uh, thanks. And then we do the scene and all that. And at the end he goes, you know, Ralph, it's not, and then he goes, remember that. Remember that, Ralph. And then, then he goes and when cut and then uh, Costner goes, yeah, Bobby. Uh, yeah, I don't think it needs to remember that. <laughs> so I went, oh. But other than that, but I kind of went, oh, because I go and, but but the 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 secret to what it is is he keeps it simple, keeps everything simple. Yeah. He has, uh, you know, and and it, it's a thought, the thought in his head keeps it simple, and that's what I I loved about him. And he also he loves it. You know, you can tell he loves acting, and I think that that's it. Like he, everything he gets, he he invests himself so heavily into the the part. So yeah. And that's <laughs> so, and that that actually is is a nice segue into uh, um, what I wanted to talk to both of you about is the acting approach. You know, you've uh, you've been working for uh, for a while for thirty plus years. You've been teaching. You've been on stage. You've been on screen. Uh, you've been, you know, off screen. You've done, uh, you've done voiceover work as well. Um, what is your approach to acting? What have you found that works? Because there are many strategies, there are many methods, there are many people you've worked with, and you've picked things up along the way. What have you found that works for you, Liz? Let's start with you. Well, it, I'm just sort of breathing because. Uh... I, uh, there are so many things. Um, so I'm trying to pick something that that I feel sits at the core of it. To me, and I don't know that I would say this when I was a young actor, but now the act, it's very much about what's happening between. It's not about me. And that's that's something that once I made that, turn that corner that every scene I'm doing, every bit of text, every moment of silence, that the most important thing is making the connection with the other actor or with the, or with another object. Um, and just bringing my truth to it. Um, I, I struggle a lot with anxiety. Uh, well, I mean, there are people that struggle with anxiety more than me, but I tend to have anxiety. And so I have to really bear down and calm down to be present um both on stage and on camera but it comes down to truth um 
and trusting your body, trusting your instinct. I think, I mean, of course you have to build the craft to be able to, to support that trust of your body. And, but I think I draw, I draw from a lot of different techniques. I don't have a technique that I'm drawn to. Um, I've found a lot of different things that have helped me over the years, uh, build my instrument and my practice. Good. And, um, before we, uh, you, you've mentioned something that leads me to Cliff, and I wanted to ask him that question anyway. But uh, when you have anxiety and when you're trying to uh, to get calm, you know, are there any strategies that you would suggest for other people to uh, to try if they find themselves in that situation? Um, well, breathing, always breathing. Right. Uh, I, I I have to do self talk that I'm safe, that I'm uh, wanted, that I'm that I've done my work and I know what I'm doing and that it's okay if it goes wrong, which I find, uh, I don't struggle with uh, in theater rehearsal. I'm quite free in theater rehearsal, but sometimes on a set, especially when it's a, when you're not a regular, it's, I find it, and I know other actors and some of them are very, very strong actors that when you go in to be a day player, really nerve wracking because you, you're the new guy in the room and you don't know what the environment's like or what's expected and how does this director work and are they going quite quickly is someone going to change all the lines on me and all all that as a day player um so over time i've had to sort of develop a lot of self-talk that it's okay and 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 if it goes wrong that's okay i don't know when but <laughs> that's really what it's self-talk thank and you yeah. yeah thank you for sharing that um cliff um liz mm -hmm. mentioned uh, getting into your body and uh, the physicality um obviously you're you're a physical actor you do a lot of things with your body so i know different actors get into characters differently you know for some it's uh, more on uh, here for some it's more here for some it's on the outside in you know you put on the clothes and you start to uh, to understand more of the character. Is your approach because of the physicality? Is your approach through movement and what the character actually feels like in your body, or uh, is is that my imagination? No. Well, it might be your imagination, but your imagination has truth in it. Okay. So, uh, for me, mm -hmm. yeah, sometimes it's a matter of uh, my footwear. Um, you know, because you're base you're grounded from your feet uh, I, I mean I do try to you know like I, I work bo both ways but I do a lot uh, a lot of times uh, need to kind of feel it and see it and how am I dressed and all that uh, am I wearing the right footwear and a lot of people I'm always amazed sometimes when in some rehearsals and some actors they're wearing their sneakers and all that and going like I wish I was that confident but uh, I, I, uh, I was like, mm, I, I used to have in my con contracts that I needed to get my footwear uh, a week into the, into the rehearsals. Like with, they had to be there before, you know, by, by the first week. Uh, and that was always helpful for me because, I, you know, I, I think it has to do with a confidence. And, uh, you know, I always had trouble seeing myself doing most parts uh so i i thought i needed this 
the uh, the whole package to phys, phys, uh, you know uh, visually and how it felt for me to to feel the character now i you know i mean as i'm older i realize no that's not true and and uh and i, I think i always kind of knew that but i didn't have the confidence to uh, accept it uh, uh, but generally I do, it does, it's very helpful for me to have the, the physical things of, of, of co costume bits or something that, that represents a bit of who this character is. Um, you know, I wish I could just go in and sneakers and where, whereas, you know, and be able to, to do that and find myself in it. Uh, but I, I have to find myself and that because I just get, I get distracted very easily by by that so you know not proud of that but it's uh you know it's just it's whatever to me technique is whatever can help you mm -hmm. and a lot of times i you know i'll go through my objectives and my obstacles and all that stuff but uh, generally sometimes you just kind of go like oh that's the person and once you know who you once you know who your character is you can almost do anything but you it's the confidence of of knowing that this is the character and uh you know once you find that character and go like oh i can do it i can improv i can improvise if i want i can do whatever but you we have this um the wishy-washy area of it's like with your first day on 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 your feet in rehearsals is always like every most actors go i'm the worst actor in the world because you don't know <laughs> what you're going like um you're guessing you you feel physically uncomfortable all that stuff but but f for me it's it's finding out who that person is and if the person is just me you know just me and not a character or something and that's fine too and then i go out i know who this guy is but it depends you know uh, sometimes I, I i need a little bit of help yeah um, it's it's different. I, I speak to acting coaches. I speak to other actors. It's different for everybody. Um, mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of it. You find yours. Um, yeah. you know, you know, Bruce Lee was uh, was talking about it's, uh, you know, learn different things and then uh, throw them all away and find your own flow. Be like water. Um, it's it's for me, I think what it is at the moment. And uh, as I grow as an actor, it, it may change. But for me, it's uh, the way to remain grounded is I have a lot of different aspects to me. So I find, yeah, I find the character, I find myself in that character, and then I find the differences, and then I go from there. But yeah. my kind of rudder is I'm me, and then I will add or I will take away or I will, you know, kind of the alternate universe out of it. If it was me and I made that choice and now it went this way, that would have turned out that way. So I kind of... I start here because it's grounded. I know it, and I can uh, play it, and then go from there. Absolutely, that's the the best way to approach it. Yeah, you know that because you go. A lot of people go, "Oh, my character wouldn't do this, or I wouldn't do this, or with something." You go, "Well, yeah, your character would do it because it says it on the script." So then you have to find a way of like, "What would I do in that situation?" Yeah, I, I I'm doing it, so why? Yeah, and there, I think what you were saying uh, before, Alan, about like different versions of you that that's something that actually when I'm teaching that I talk talk to the kids about that like w every single human there's a huge spectrum of who we really are like there's the person we appear to be but the Alan Cliff and I are meeting is different than your kids dad version of Alan and yeah. 
your they, mom and dad's version of Alan. Pardon? They like this version of Ellen much more, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but we all have that. And I mean, there's people that, I, like, I think once I kind of clicked into that, that there's this, like, I am, uh, there's a spectrum of what Liz Saunders is. And some of it's contradictory. And some of it meshes. And some of it only appears in certain situations. And, but they're all Liz. Yeah. Um, and so I get that, that really fills the work for me too. going, well, of course I can do that. Of, of course I could be behave that way conceivably because I have behaved that way in a different situation to a lesser degree. Yeah. You know, and I, I rather enjoy it. You mean like killing people? And yeah. Stuff like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Last year, I the last couple of years I've killed a lot of people or tried to. So the best part. <laughs> And, and you got a nomination for it. So I think it's working. So you stick with it. I know. Actually, I, I called that year Matrons and Monsters because I was basically either the nicest lady ever or a murderer. Yeah. Well, listen, bo both live within us, right? We are light and dark. And uh, yeah. it's just the balancing of it. Um, yeah. Last, uh, last thing that I wanted to kind of uh, touch upon is you know, coming back and, and uh, seeking your counsel on how you've been able to stay working actors and the longevity of it. And looking at your careers, I start getting some hints of how uh, that was likely possible uh, because you're doing many things and you're doing voiceover and you're doing, uh, you know, cartoons, animated series, and you're doing stage and you're doing screen and you're doing teaching. Now you're doing writing. Is that kind of the secret of uh, how you were able to, you know, be in this for so long and be successful at it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I, yeah. Go ahead. I, I certainly, I think. Well, first of all, yes, flat out. Second of all, I think our industry, our industry as a whole, and when I speak to industry, I speak to both film and theater, voice, all of it. Um, We've increasingly had to do that here in Canada. Anyway, that you, you're. When I got out of school, you you made a choice. You became an actor or a director or a writer, and there were a couple people that you know did it all. But now everybody kind of has to do it all, and um, so that's part of it. It's just that that's what the industry is. But I think there's also um, now I've lost my train of thought. Oh dear. It's all right. I'll I'll step in. <laughs> You'll while step she's in while my brain trying to hail back. the train down. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yes, the, and and in Canada uh, we have That's my point. We yes. have the luxury, actually. I I call it a luxury of, you, you know, you don't have to just. I mean, sometimes it's like a, if you pick, you know, something and you focus on it, you can really excel. But we have the luxury of of being able to do movies, TV. Yeah, a uh, uh, theater um, nowadays, the, uh, musical and straight theater, or uh, well, you know, drama uh, and uh, and uh, voiceovers and cartoons. Uh, and uh, for myself, I actually prefer to mix it up. I like the I, I like oh now I'm doing now I'm doing a, a you know I'm doing a movie. And uh, but you know then oh, oh I'm doing stage oh this feels so great to do stage and each time you just kind that's the world you're in yeah. and and it's really uh, I mean we're lucky that way of course the industry is shifting and all that stuff and who knows now with uh, 
with this um, pandemic, but who knows what, what's next, right? I will, I will say too, I think it's, with the exception of those people that, you know, hit the heights. Right. It's a, it is a, it's a necessity. And here in Canada, it's a necessity to be able to, to not just to be able to, but you need to be able to do a myriad of things. But like in Canada, I think because we don't have a real star system, like we don't get known. So we're, we're, most of us are making a living being supporting players, even though some of the supporting players in our country are, you know, they're working a lot um, and they may even have leads on our series, but in comparison to say the lead on a huge American series, you don't have the same kind of fame. So you sort of have to be able uh, to, to slip yourself into a lot of different things. Um, you can't really make it here. I don't, well, maybe you can for a while when you're really young and really hot. I don't know. Uh, but in Canada, you can't really kind of sell yourself on one thing that you do. You, some people do. Some, some people, people do, like that's what few. they do, but they do and they do it well, and that's fine. But I mean, we're character actors, so it's uh, you know, it's uh, it, I think in a sense we're lucky because we 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 get interesting type parts. You yes. know, I do finally. When I was younger, I she was the ingenue a lot. Well, I wasn't. No, I wasn't even the ingenue. I sat somewhere in between. But yeah. as that's true. you know, I I mean, I will still complain about. I I think the writing for women needs to improve vastly still. Yeah. So well, that, yeah, that's how I feel. We're seeing it happen, but. And I think the writing for short bald guys is, <laughs> you know, practically non-existent, except <laughs> for the end of the joke. Yeah. Well, uh, I think the, the beauty of being a character actor is that uh, you get a chance to be many different things. Uh, yeah. If I had a choice, if anybody was to ask me, you know, what kind of a career would you like? You know, do you want to be a star and kind of uh, be, you know, pigeonholed into one particular uh, flavor or be a character actor? That's that's not even a question for me. I'm, I'm the character actor. That's much more fun. So that's uh, what I'm Same here. And also, like, you know, when I was young, of course, there were dreams of fame and everything. And I don't have that anymore. I, I like that I'm able to just have, I mean, just have my life and be Liz and not worry about having a persona that people have are expecting from me that I can fail at publicly. Like, I like just being Liz. I'd like to be Liz with more money, but... Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that'll yeah. happen. Yeah, the fame thing, it's, you know, in, in a sense, sometimes fame comes from, uh, you know, well, it comes from success of, of get, you know, getting projects that you, you really want to do, and sometimes fame is involved in that. Uh, but, you know, but then, and, and then people complain about, you know, athletes and and uh, movie stars about how much money they have and you know all that and they they make fun of them but, uh, uh, and and complain about that but you go but that money is there because they can't go to the grocery store yeah. they can't walk down the street they're constantly uh, being um, 
you know, bombarded with people, and and people always want something from them in terms of whatever, whether it's an autograph, what it, what whatever it is, and uh, we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> But, but, you know, it, it, like a little bit. I mean, in, when I was in New York, there was like l like just a tiny little, uh, you know, uh, inkling of it sometimes, you know, where I get recognized uh, and, and stopped in the street and for autographs and that, but uh, or also at stage door, you know, signing. But generally, New York's pretty, pretty decent for that. Uh, yeah. You can you can walk around pretty good there. But yeah. but being really famous, that's that's hard. I mean, I think those people uh i think they they deserve and need that money yeah um i remember and again this is a you know a, a canadian company or a company that used to be uh, uh in canada that i did uh, all of my it careers with that company it's called cognos uh it was bought by uh bought by uh, ibm uh, a while ago it's uh, based in ottawa uh still that part of it and i remember when you know it was very hot and i was getting paid you know, lots of uh, money per hour and people were looking at saying, you're making this much. And my response to them was yes, but half of it goes to a psychiatrist. Um, so I think, you know, a bit of a bit of the fame is the same way. You know, yeah. yes, you're making a lot, but a lot of it goes somewhere where you don't have to normally spend it if you don't have it. Exactly. You're, you, you're, you've got a, a, you either have a team that you recognize as your team or you probably have a team that you haven't even realize is actually your team and and we don't we don't need those kind of supports quite the same way that's true i when i was young people someone said do you, do you want to go to hollywood and i was like no because i would have to have a trainer on one side and a psychiatrist on the other at all times yeah because yeah. i just i you know i i i joke but mm -hmm. i would be like i would i think i would always be just neurotic about I'm not thin enough. I'm not beautiful enough. I did that wrong. Oh, I said the wrong thing. Oh, no, no. And I, I don't think I, I don't think I would want to spend much time there in that head. Yeah. But even if, uh, I, it would, uh, it. I, I just know I couldn't. Uh, but even, you know, from the character actor perspective, uh, you still, the training part is important uh, not to look a certain way because hopefully as a society and as, a, as an industry, we're progressing away from that. But uh -huh. yes. I agree. Uh, yeah. I agree. I hope we are and I hope it continues. I hope so. It's just uh, as an actor, it's so energetically, physically, psychologically and emotionally draining. Um, mm -hmm. You have to have a trainer because your body is going to break down. Um, so you, you'll need one, whether you want to look a certain way or you just need to stay, um, stay alive uh, from that perspective because yeah. it's so draining. No, um, that's, that's what, that's what alcohol is for. <laughs> that's the inexpensive version of, of dealing with that problem. I get it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that inexpensive. <laughs> Trust me. Oh God. Listen, it's uh, it's there's reality to it. Uh, um, you know, there's a whole bar behind this camera, right? Like there's this entire, just a bar. And, and will the drinking start immediately after because of this interview, or? I know we started a at nine a.m. A celebration. <laughs> It'll be a celebration. Perfect. Thank you, Cliff. I appreciate you uh, you putting that on the right tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thank you both. It's, 
it's uh, it's been a pleasure and uh, such a joy. I have a ton more questions for you, but uh, I want to be uh, nice to everybody's time and your ability to drink after. So um, you're you're welcome to come on uh, again and again, so we can continue our discussions. Well, that would be a real pleasure. I I, I will say it's a bit unnerving, and this you know it's just the ether, but not being able to like you don't want to see yourself all the time because yeah. that's distracting. But when you can't see anything on the screen other than like we have two stills, one of you, one of us, yeah. and I, we're, like I I have moments of going. Ugh, am I sitting up straight? <laughs> um, I, I, I really enjoyed your your questioning yeah, and, and your approach. It, it makes it very easy to do interviews because they're not always easy. And a lot of times the interviewer is not uh, always prepared. So then you have to cut, you have to do all the work. And, and I we didn't have to do any work, so we appreciate that. I appreciate it anyway. Yeah, thank you. That that means a lot to me. It was, um, it was like a, it was just a lovely conversation. And when the border o opens up and uh, you're ever out this way, give us a shout. Thank you. I I definitely will be. And uh, I love Toronto. I've been there um, five times, I think. Um, mm. But uh, it's uh, it's. It reminds me of two things, actually. It reminds me of Chicago because of the lakefront and the and the downtown yeah. area. Um, but then, as you step outside of it, it reminds me of uh, Ukraine, where I came from. Uh, oh. So, Toronto has that has that unique ability of reminding me of both my past and my present, uh, and I love it for it. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Well, we love we love Chicago. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful place. Uh, you're always welcome as well once the border opens up. Um, and thanks for everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, thanks for staying up with us. Um, and uh, you know, please comment. We want to know what you think. And uh, please go check out all of the uh, uh, information and all the places that I'm sure you have seen both Liz and Cliff in. We will link it right below this video. Thank you, everybody.